Welcome to Contracting Conversations. My name is Jim Valley, and I'm joined by my co-host, Scott Williams. Today, our conversation is with Kurt Webb, Professor of Contract Management for DAU in the South Region at our Huntsville campus, Huntsville, Alabama. We previously talked about the latest version of the Department of Defense Source Selection Procedures here on Contracting Conversations and have invited Kurt to address Exhibit E of these procedures. Exhibit E is titled Intellectual Property, and because this is an area Kurt teaches, we want to get his take on it. So, Kurt, welcome. Thanks to you for uh, joining us today. Hey, glad to be here. Part of the conversation. Love it. Great. So let's get to it. I read Exhibit E, and to be frank, there's not much there to read. So why bother? What is the big deal about that area? Uh, yeah, hit me with the hard questions right out the get-go, Jim. Um, why bother? Uh, seriously, um, I agree. There's not much to read there, right? It basically says in our source selection process and procedures uh, that we need to consider intellectual property. So um, what does that really mean uh, in the nutshell? It, we've got to consider it where appropriate in our source selection criteria. I guess that's what it says. <laughs> yeah, sure does. And Kurt, that's exactly the way I see it. So we're not really missing anything then, except we're trying to get to the, uh, the bottom of Jim's question, which is why bother? Uh, and that, that really is the more pertinent question if you, you, you dig into it. Uh, why bother? Um, the short answer being is that we haven't done a very good job in DOD regarding the management of IP and data rights. And as a result, keep getting nailed uh, by GAO and telling us, hey, we better keep doing better things. And so um, as a result, uh, our weapon systems are not being sustained uh, effectively and we're not doing it in a uh, affordable mode either. So um, Congress uh, finally got kind of peeved off at us and so it comes along in FY18 and says, uh, hey, and the NDA, we're going to do um, you guys a favor, DOD. You need to create the IP cadre. Oh, okay. Something more to uh, deal with. But what it is now is that actually it becomes centralized. The IP issue is now under the bailiwick of the IP cadre. So now the IP cadre's job is to spread the good news about IP spread the good news about data rights and telling us how we're going to be doing this stuff. So we're trying to provide a lot more information across the spectrum of DOD vis-a-vis the IP cadre. Got it, Kurt. So how does it really relate to source selection? Uh, yeah. Uh, how does it relate? Well, the funny thing is, uh, it, when you think about it, um, let me go into a longer answer, okay? <laughs> Back on the IP cadre, uh, the IP cadre started doing what Congress asked them to do, spread the word. So uh, October 2019, they came out with the DOTI 5010.44, which basically is the policy saying, hey, here's what we need to be doing on IP acquisition and licensing. That's wonderful. All right. They are working on a strategic guidebook. Should come out this FY. Uh, hopefully in the final form. So in the interim, um, they also had uh, the source selection procedures coming out. 
basically all they wanted to do was tell program managers across their enterprise that, you know, we can also look at IP and data rights in the source selection process. So what does that mean? It means that where appropriate, and generally when you have a competitive environment on a major system, you can actually get down to evaluating a contractor's proposal based on what they're going to be providing to the U.S. government in terms of data rights or intellectual property. I was going to say, it says consider IP in the source selection process. So where does one go to figure out how to do it? Yeah, and that's uh, that's a good point uh, because uh, IP and data rights remains a mystery to a lot of people. And so um, as part of that FY18 NDAA, uh, Congress also came along and said, hey, DAU, you're on the hook. You're on the hook to develop that material that the IP cadre will be using to spread the good word. And so you need to develop curriculum. You need to develop uh, material. And most importantly, you also need to develop a career path, which is now existing out there, known the intellectual property um, uh, credential, intellectual property credential. So that's all good. And GAU basically had material on IP data rights, but now we're actually developing more material and taking it um, to a a level that was not really uh, developed for our purposes going forward. So uh, DAU, in concert with the IP cadres, created a community of practice for IP resources. So we have the uh, videos out there, we have intro videos, we have topical videos, and we're actually working in concert right now with the IP cadre on the online training aspects as well. We have five modules getting it revamped as well. So um, <laughs> tied this back to the source selection procedures, basically it says, hey, program managers, we want you to consider IP. You go to the community of practice. There's a lot of resources out there on how to structure it. We've seen some programs already doing it. Um, it's not easy, this stuff. GEO could have been hammering on us for 30 years. But one thing I do want to make clear is that even though there is a law out there that says, hey, DOD, you cannot force a contractor to give up your IP as part of the award process, the source selection process, it just asks you to have to compete in a manner that we're going to evaluate. So, yeah, this stuff's not easy, and uh, hopefully the DAU community of practice provide the information um, that is out there. Also, one other thing I, we, we do know, um, all this stuff, you know, it comes on to the program managers a lot of times. It's not. It's a teamwork. It's a team effort. you got contracting people. you got logisticians out there, and you got data managers out there that need to know this stuff as part of the IPT on source selection. So we also do have workshops for DAU. Uh, DAU runs uh, two types of workshops, foundational, and then also we do an IP strategy workshop. And we find a lot of time when we go out to the programs and we talk to them live, they have a better understanding of this material. And uh, one time I was at one uh, workshop, this one person came up and she was a data manager and she goes, Thank you for showing up. You made my life a hell of a lot easier. So um, 
Uh, that's what we're here for. And uh, Exhibit E says consider it. There's so much more to consider in the IP arena, if you will. All right. That sounds pretty good. I, I'm going to make sure that we put the link for the community of practice, IP community of practice, and hopefully I can go out there and find the workshop and provide the link out there for the workshop so people can click on that and see uh, about sign up for that. There um, actually is another website out there. It's under the office. It's, it's the Secretary of Defense, and they're called Acquisition Enablers, which I wasn't aware of. I think they came along this year. That's where you'll find the IP cadre. And under that umbrella, you also have other pertinent issues like intelligence division and uh, data and analytics. So um, as another um, stop along the way, you might want to look at that and throw that out there as well. Okay. Thanks so much, Kurt. I mean, there's a lot there that I learned I had no idea about. So I'm sure there's other people will be in the same boat as at least me anyway. So thank you so much. <laughs> hey, absolutely. All right. Well, if you guys need anything else, uh, join me in another conversation or invite me to another conversation. <laughs> will do. Thank you so much for being with us. All right. It's been a pleasure. I appreciate you guys' invite. All right. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely, Kurt. Thanks for coming by. And folks, that's all the time we have for today. But please, if you haven't already, subscribe to our Contracting Conversations channel. Type any comments below to include your questions for future discussions. And spread the word of this channel to your peers and to those you supervise or lead. Let us help you answer their questions. We look forward to having future Contracting Conversations with you. 